Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is January the 13th of 2022. I think I got about four hours of sleep last night, so I feel fresh. Why'd you go to bed so late? I don't know. It's like nothing winds down in my house until it's too late. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's finally quiet, and I want a few minutes to like watch right. you know, wrestling and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I have to go to bed because I have to be up in a few hours. And today, you stack on top of like four hours of sleep, and today we have family showing up. You're like you're on your side, your family? Uh, well, I mean, it's all my family, but yeah, Leslie's dad and her oh. sister are coming in today because, you know, Leslie was quarantined on Christmas, so that meant she couldn't do like some of the family Christmas stuff. So her dad is coming in from Pine Bluff today and uh, bringing her sister. Uh, For those of you who aren't up on the story, my wife is 34. Her sister is four. (laughs) You love saying that. So she loves saying that, too. It's funny because it's people people sit there and you tell them and then they get they just sit there and look at her like they're trying to figure it out. Like, really? Like, how does that work? Yeah. How's that physically anatomically possible? But I guess it worked. And uh, she's going to be there today, and we have a Christmas slash birthday celebration for the little one. Oh, well, that's fun. So my house is all decorated with all, you know, like pink balloons and all this stuff. My wife has gone completely over the top Aww. of it. It's almost like she's a party planner. I wonder if she'll plan my party. Uh, yeah, black balloons, right? Isn't that, aren't you about at that point? No. So anyway, it should be fun. Four hours of sleep, family coming in, including my four-year-old <laughs> sister-in-law. <laughs> Someone was telling me that you wanted to make sure when you got home from work that you wanted to to go ahead and jump in and take care of her the rest of the day. I'd love that. You know, I'd love for that to happen. And (laughs) she's actually, it's fun to have kids around because, you know, Kai's 12 and he's way too cool for us. And like a four-year-old still thinks there's part of us that's kind of cool. Well, yeah, they still want to come up to you and give you hugs and stuff. Yeah, and wrestle around and get hyper and stuff like that. So four hours of sleep and that's what my day is going to look like. So tomorrow's show should be fun. Uh, today is National Make Your Dreams Come True Day. So it's a day where if you have a dream, you chase the dream. You know, don't let the dream die. We all need to, I think we need to keep dreaming. I think so too. You know, because like it's one thing as a kid. Yeah, we all have these dreams as a kid and maybe it didn't exactly turn out the way you hoped. But I think we always have to have that thing like, what if the world turned out perfect and I got to do this? Yeah, it's fun to dream. So uh, again, today is Make Your Dreams Come True Day. Work for that. Also National Sticker Day. And when I think of stickers, weirdly enough, I don't think of Kai. I don't think of Ella, my four-year-old sister-in-law. I think about Kelly (laughs) because for whatever reason, she is a sticker freak. Well, yeah. And I do have them. I have one of those computers where I have stickers all over it. And I like to get stickers that represent me or things that I like or whatever. But when I was little, me and my brother had those sticker books and we were a little bit psychotic about collecting stickers and we would do the scratch and sniff stickers and like the puffy stickers and we would have garbage pail kids stickers and we would want to show our friends all of our stickers and then sometimes if Kyle had a sticker that I wanted I would try to go peel it off and put it in my sticker book put stickers in your locker and stuff yep I get it like I look over at your your Mac computer the laptop which is probably really expensive please make sure that you see dirty looking well I know I've got to fix stickers off of there well, there's some stickers I needed to pull off of there. But yeah. do you see this sticker? I Make see. sure that, that you tell everyone I have this sticker on. Wolves up for the Red Wolves. Yeah. I see Dwight Schrute. Yep. I see Pamela Anderson. There is not a Pamela no. Anderson on here. Today is also, and this is a good one too, if you're 
uh, a kid or maybe you're an adult. It doesn't really matter. It's National Rubber Ducky Day. So you can celebrate getting in the bath with your little rubber ducky. Do you remember this song? Uh, Yeah, it's my good friend. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fun. This is my favorite part. Boop, boop, doop. Oh, isn't that cute? Oh. Oh, I'm just picturing Ernie in the bath right now. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994, and Faith Hill had the number one song in country music on this day. She's a wild one with an angel's face. She's a woman child in a state of grace. When she was three years old on a Man, 28 years ago today, the number one song in country music, right here. She loves rock and roll, they say it's Satan's time. She thinks they're too old, they think she's too young. The battle lines are clearly drawn. She's a wild one with an angel's face. She's a woman child in a state of grace. When she was three years old on a daddy's knee, he said you can Faith Hill, you can check her out in 1883 right now. Don't mess with her. No, man, watch out. She has future plans and dreams in love. You tell her life is hard, she says that's all right. Yeah. Well, she's, she's a, a wild, wild one with an angel's face. She's a woman child in a state of grace. And she was three years old on She's a wild one. It's Faith Hill, Wild One, number one on this day in 1994. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go, doing it big, Thursday morning, January 13th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip today on Kylie Jenner. So she's a reality star, model, influence, she, influencer. She owns her own company. And now she's the first woman in the world to reach 300 million, million man, 300 million followers on Instagram. Wow. So Kylie has had a gain in followers, which to some is a little surprising because she's been really quiet and kind of laying low since the whole Astro World tragedy that involved her boyfriend rapper Travis Scott. Also, she's pregnant with her second child, so she kind of might be just kind of staying off of, of Instagram for that. But she now has 300 million followers following close behind her with 289 million. Ariana Grande, right behind Ariana Grande with 288 million followers. Selena Gomez, seems like they're both up there with uh, Kylie almost every single time. The only one with more followers than Kylie is Cristiano, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. 
and he has three hundred eighty nine million. That's still that's a ton of people, man. A ton of I people know. that have the option to like your stuff. And there's people that are like, oh, she she's bought a bunch of fake followers. How do we know that this is legit? But for now, Kylie Jenner, she's going to reign as queen and first woman to reach 300 million followers on Instagram. Got your gossip today on Jason Momoa. You know, Aquaman, he and his wife, Lisa Bonet, have announced they're going to call it quits. They've been together 16 years, uh, married five of those years. They have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old and... Uh, They issued a statement basically saying that uh, life is changing. It's transformational times, and there's a revolution unfolding in their family as well. And the family news is they're going to part ways, but the love carries on, and it evolves in a different way. Uh, And they do say that their devotion is unwavering to the sacred life that they've had together and their kids. So Jason Momoa, Lisa Bonet, they're announcing they're done. Got you gossip today on Machine Gun Kelly. Now we're in the backseat of the black car going home. Well, we should celebrate Machine Gun Kelly. It looks like he and Megan Fox are taking the next step in their exciting relationship. They are engaged. How about that? So Megan Fox shared a, a video of Machine Gun Kelly proposing to her under the same tree where they sat together and, quote, asked for magic back in July of 2020. So this this tree is nostalgic for them. And in her post, Megan added, quote, somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than I ever imagined possible, he asked me to marry him. And just as in every lifetime before this one and in every lifetime that will follow it, I said yes. She also finished her statement by saying, and she's serious, and then we drank each other's blood. No, she didn't say that. She she did, and she's serious. That's but not real. They didn't really like drink each other's blood, right? One hundred percent real, and they just said they didn't. They decided not to put that on the video. Okay. Yeah. Congrats that? to Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox on their engagement. We wish them a lifetime of happiness. I sense a tad bit of sarcasm <laughs> <What>? there. <laughs> and of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Many of us go to doctors, right? And when we go to the doctor, um, you know, sometimes we have to talk about things that make us uncomfortable. Some mm-hmm. things that might be embarrassing. Uh, some things that we probably don't tell, you know, our, our spouse, our coworker, our best friends. That's what the doctor's there for. Mm-hmm. You get to dump on them, right? Dump all these problems and these embarrassing things. Uh, the number one symptom, according to a recent <laughs> survey that people feel uncomfortable talking about, is excessive flatulence. <laughs> Really? I can think of things more embarrassing than that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple other things that made the list, but they they say that is the top thing that makes people uncomfortable. That's the symptom that people are least likely to admit. Because I guess maybe we think that it's weird if it happens and we're not really sure what happens. I wonder what made flatulence the funny thing. So, you know, we all sneeze. No one laughs at that unless it's a funny sneeze. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all yawn. We all um, blink. Like, why isn't that just something that people do and no one it? No one knows. Like, you don't even hear it. It's just like saying the word and you don't it just it just happens and no one says anything. So what you're saying right now is you want to normalize passing gas. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to normalize that. I'm saying, why isn't it normalized? Like, why do we normalize everything else? Okay. Do you know, I, I've never really. Starting now. No, I've never really thought about this. But I think, joke. no, I think you're right. If you want to normalize passing gas, we'll get you a platform to talk about okay, it. You know what? We might just do it for this room in the no, studio. We're not going to do that. I'm just going to tell you. I don't care if you yawn. I don't care if you sneeze. But if you're standing next to me and all of a sudden you start shooting those things out, 
Uh-uh, I, I see things different. I start to see things different. <laughs> okay, okay. So just a heads it's up. It's a joke. I'm just saying just it's funny how, I mean, there's some people you make the flatulence jokes and they're like, oh, you are so immature. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that think it's really funny. I just wonder why there's so many, I don't know, you have to draw a line, like either it's funny or it's not. I'll just tell you in my house as a kid, it wasn't probably funny unless it was me and my brother, right? Like I, I don't see my mom walking around deciding she's going to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. But there's a part of my family where it is socially acceptable that if you got to let it go, you got to let it go. Uh-huh. And I'll never forget being in the situation where this female member of a fa- the family. What was her name? I'm not going to do that because people would know uh, and they might know anyway. <laughs> but I remember early on, it was like we were all at some family thing. It's like the first year me and Leslie <laughs> being together. And I look over and all of a sudden rip and I'm going, you got to be joking. She just did that and yeah. she did it. And giggled about it. And I'm over here thinking, in my house, there's no way if we had people coming over, I'd be doing that. There's no way if there was somebody (laughs) new to the family, I was going to be sitting there doing that. (laughs) Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Right, right. Hmm. Anyway, excessive flatulence is the number one symptom (laughs) we're embarrassed to talk to our doctors about. I will tell you my first time in front of Leslie, okay? This is because this is funny. Uh, and I'd gone forever, and I'd, I wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd go mow the yard if I had to or something. Right, yeah. i got to go to the store. Be uh-huh. right back. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. I mean, it is part of life. And you gave the fact the other day that, on average, it's 10 times per day that somebody somebody does that, right? And yeah. I think it's like a, it's your body releasing whatever it has to release. Um, but the first time it ever happened, Kai was a baby, and I, I, I knew I was never going to do this. And he was bouncing on my stomach, and he, he hit kind of hard on my stomach. And all of a sudden, it was like... A boom. There's nothing you could have done. No, and it, there was no warning. It wasn't like, okay, this is about to happen. Yeah. And I'm, I look at myself and I look over at Leslie and she could tell in my eyes, <laughs> I was mortified. What did she do? Oh, she starts laughing immediately because it's a, she knew I was embarrassed. I also have an issue with jumping jacks. So if you ever she- see me doing jumping jacks, <laughs> let's get out the way. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, there's a wild scene from Boston caught on surveillance, a surveillance camera that is catching an escalator that uh, tons of people are on, right? You know, because in that area, the Northeast, there's all kinds of people, more people per square mile than most places in the country. And there's a whole group of people, probably 50 people that are kind of approaching the escalator and getting on the escalator and then riding up the escalator. So you can picture it, right? Yes. You stand there, the escalator just takes you up. Well, in Boston, something happened with the escalator where the escalator malfunctioned. And it didn't malfunction to the point where it was just going to stop. It actually reversed. So as people were on it, the escalator stopped for a second and then started going the opposite way. So oh imagine this. You're, you're looking up. You're kind of riding up the escalator. And all of a sudden, it stops and starts to take you backwards like you're on a treadmill. The problem was, not only did it do that, it also accelerated the speed <laughs> at which it was going. Oh, So people get up there, they're riding up this deal, and all of a sudden it reverses, starts to go backwards, it starts going down really fast, and people are kind of trying to hold on. And then by the time they get to the bottom step, because if you remember, the steps just kind of disappear, people start to fall. And then as more people fall at the front, more people fall over the top of them. Because people are being shot down this escalator. Those poor first people. Yeah, because they're at the bottom of this deal where all these random people who were just riding the escalator are falling on them. Uh, there's actually surveillance video of this that's uh-huh. out there. It happened in Boston, and it's really wild to see because you don't ever think you don't think about something like this ever happening. Do you have a um a f- Are you afraid of escalators like you are? Um, 
elevators? No. I mean, okay. I did see, and I told you the story. One time I was at Reunion Tower in Dallas with my grandmother. I was probably about 10. And uh, I saw a woman get her leg ripped off by an, ele- by an escalator. And it kind of scarred me for a minute. It really was ripped off? Yeah, she had a fake leg. And Brandon, her pants got cut in it, caught would, in it. Who would say it like that? No, she got her leg ripped off. Okay. That's, how I, that's how I remember it. Oh. I remember sitting there with Nana, and this poor lady was on the deal. Her pants got stuck in the teeth of the escalator, because you know how the stairs kind of, they kind of move? And I guess her pants got stuck, and it ripped off her prosthetic leg. So to me, as a kid, I'm sitting oh, here, and I'm watching a lady who just lost her leg. <laughs> I would have never ridden on an escalator again. Right. I was traumatized. And then people are freaking out because they don't know if it's really her leg or if it's a prosthetic leg. And I'm sitting here about 10 years old and Anna's trying to shield me from the drama. Why isn't she bleeding? I mean, that thing just ripped her freaking (laughs) leg off. It's a true story. I'll never forget it. Scarred for life. But then as I got older, I got more comfortable. I was the guy who was obnoxious on escalators where I thought I was going to like walk up the escalator while it was still moving so I could get there even faster. Uh Yes. Because boy, I wanted to get to the second floor of JCPenney faster than anybody else. (laughs) To get your button up polo. Did you ever walk past people? Yes. So like there's people standing there and there's... Now I wouldn't do that. It's going to take 10 seconds to get to the top of the deal, right? But you're going to have to speed past them and walk past them. Just obnoxious. It is. But I have the video pulled up. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to see it. Maybe you can give commentary. But as you see, this escalator starts shooting people back. And then as people start to fall... Oh, yeah. And you realize how fast it's going? Oh, my goodness. People are trying to pull other people off of each other. Right. And then there's there's a crowd of people. Nine people were injured, uh, but the video is out there, the surveillance video. <clears throat> it reminds me of trying to travel through airports. <clears throat> you know, they have those those things you can stand on and walk, like that speed you up in the airport. Yes. And I always felt like I was misstepping as I was getting off of that, like I was going to fall and have my leg ripped off. <laughs> yeah. So, some things, man. I'll never forget the vision. And those things in the in the airports do it to me every single time. But check out this video from Boston. People being shot down the escalator. It's a pretty crazy sight. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So if these two guys weren't so cheap, they might be free and clear right now. Two tourists in Key West were caught on video vandalizing a popular tourist attraction. There's a 12-foot-tall concrete buoy that marks the southernmost point in the continental U.S., and it's painted different colors, and it says you're standing just 90 miles from Cuba. Well, they decided to torch it. They found an old Christmas tree someone left on the street, dragged it next to the buoy, and set it on fire. But they got caught because a bartender who served them that night saw the footage, recognized them as the guys who didn't leave a tip, and was able to identify. No. Yes, He got the last laugh, the bartender. Did. Yes. So cops checked the bar's security videos and confirmed it was the same guys. Mm. The bar's general manager found their names by looking through receipts and also shamed them by telling the local news that there was lots of footage of them hitting on girls and getting rejected. Shut up. <laughs> no, he yes. did. This guy was fired up. Yes. Man. The concrete buoy was already has already been restored. They're both facing charges for criminal mischief with damages over $1,000. David and Skylar just recently turned themselves in. Wow. But speaking of hitting on girls and getting rejected, huh. a man's wife wakes up and says, I'm mad at you. I just had a dream that you were hitting on college girls. Right. Well, he could tell she was really upset, so he hugged her. Then he looked her in the eyes and he said, Oh, sweetheart, you have nothing to worry about. Right. I don't dig smart chicks. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
right, so here we are. It is Thursday morning. I was reading a deal this morning that was talking about uh, Generation X. Hey. I never know what generation people are, right? I know millennials, and I think I have an idea what their age range is, kind of. And it's almost a derogatory term uh-huh. if you're our age to describe somebody as a millennial. Oh, just a millennial. Yeah. Like, technically, you and I fit into the generation known as Generation X because uh, this is the, the generation that was born between 1965 and 1980. Okay. Okay. Uh, they're talking about how there's about to be a museum. Uh, and this museum is going to feature things from Generation X. Ooh, okay. Like Growing Up X is going to be the name of the museum, and it's going to be in Springfield. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, what all is included in that? And they say things like cassettes. Oh, yeah. VHS tapes, landline phones, Gosh. things of that nature are going to be featured in this museum, which I think is is kind of neat. It's almost like you walk in and it's like all nostalgic if you are from Generation X. And if you're like, if you're my kid's age, he's 12, he'd walk in and be like, what is that? Yeah. And what's going to hurt your feelings if you ever go? You're going to be so excited. And you're like, even my kids too, will be so excited to go and will be so enthralled in it. And what will our kids do? Oh, they'll be like, Kai at the Duke's a Hazard Museum. Can we go yet? Yeah. I hate this place. This is so boring. Y'all had to do that. Ugh, I hate it for y'all. And then they'll pull out their phone and, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's what it would be. <laughs> we just need to all go and not take our kids to yeah. that. We'll do, we'll do a bus trip to Illinois oh, to Springfield. perfect. Yeah, let's do it. What else should be in there from the 80s, you think? Uh, Rubik's Cube. Ooh. My Little Pony. He-Man. There's so many things. A pogo ball. The WWF LJN toys with Hulk Hogan, like the original. The very first Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Pound puppies. Pound puppies could be in there. Um, easy rotary bake di- ovens. <clears throat> rotary dial phones. It doesn't have to just be the toys. There's so much stuff. Telescopes, maybe. Michael Jackson music. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be in Springfield, Illinois. It's going to be called Growing Up X and... They're working on this. There's actually a survey that you can uh, that you can take, and they're going to ask you questions. Like some of the questions is, what were your favorite toys and games growing up? What music did you love growing up? What TV shows did you love growing up? What movies did you love? What books did you read? It's all kind of fun That's stuff. Cool. You can go to IllinoisStateMuseum.org to find out more. And again, it's called the Gen X Survey as they're working on uh, developing this museum all about Gen X. I'm in. So... It sounds fun to me. Again, IllinoisStateMuseum.org if you want to find out more about that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It is Thursday, January the 13th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy belated birthday goes out to Jonathan James of DeWitt, who celebrated his birthday yesterday. So, Jonathan, happy birthday, and we hope you had a great day. Celebrating today, our friend Penny Oswald. She's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday, Penny. Also celebrating, we have Janie Jenkins turning 30 years old. Jeff Clayton of Jonesboro celebrates his birthday today. Becky Keister in Moralton, happy birthday. Glenda Rupard has a birthday today. Olivia Brown of Jonesboro. Gary Williams from Wynn 
Ashley Fox of Jonesboro. Joanna Adams from McCrory High School celebrating a birthday today. David Hatcher, director. Adley Eddington of Jonesboro turns seven today. Willow Lamb in Blyville's turning one. Happy birthday and love from Mommy and Daddy and Bubba and Sissies. Uh, Misty Hess, a preschool aide at McCrory Elementary School, celebrates a birthday today. Clifton Hall of Hoxie and Teresa Hart of Walnut Ridge celebrates a birthday today, too. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Natalia Dyer is 27. That's Nancy Wheeler on Stranger Things. Liam Hemsworth is 32. That's Gail in the Hunger Games, also used to be married to Miley. William Hung is 39 today. Oh, my gosh. He was a superstar there for a second, too, with the whole American Idol deal. He was the guy who auditioned and did the song, the Ricky Martin song, She Bangs. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you watched Idol at the time, and really if you just knew pop culture at the time, William Hung was everywhere. Talk to me, tell me your name. You blow me off like it's all the same. You lit it fierce and I'm taking away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. She bangs, she bangs. He's got a lot of energy oh, here, baby. too. But she moves, she moves. There's Paula. I go crazy because she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. <laughs> she bangs, she bangs. Randy Jackson is covering his face with his paper. That just actually makes me happy to go back and I watch it. it. Happy birthday to William Hung. Actually, uh, emailed back and forth with him at one point, whenever that aired, 15 years ago, something like that. Really? <clears throat> we were email buddies for a minute. Uh-huh. William Hung, yeah. Happy birthday today to Orlando Bloom, who is 45 from Pirates of the Caribbean, Lord of the Rings, and the Hobbit movies, also married to Katy Perry. Right. Happy birthday to Nicole Eggert, who is 50. Oh. She used to be one of your your faves, right? Oh, my gosh. I had a major crush on her from Charles in Charge. Yep, and that was Summer on Baywatch. Yeah, Nicole Eggert. Charles. Scott Mayo, man. Of me. Charles in charge of our day and our night. Yeah, it's funny because I'm watching this intro, right? We're playing it and watching it. As I go back and I look at this, I'm thinking that when I was a kid, those parents looked so old. I think we're older than the parents. Oh my gosh, Brandon. (laughs) But anyway, happy birthday uh, to Nicole Eggert, who celebrates her birthday today. Happy birthday to Shonda Rhimes, who is 52. Of course, she's behind Grey's Anatomy. She's also behind Scandal and How to Get Get Away with Murder. Patrick Dempsey. Yes. McDreamy, Dr. McDreamy on Grey's Anatomy, is 56 today. Julia Louis-Dravis is 61. That's Elaine on Seinfeld. Yeah. And happy birthday today to Trace Atkins, who's 60. This ain't no thinking thing, right brain, left brain. It goes a little deeper than that. It's a chemical, physical, emotional devotion, passion that we can't hold back. Happy birthday to Trace Atkins, who celebrates his birthday today. Love country boys. Little Trace Atkins on his birthday today. You're gonna miss this. You're gonna want this back. You're gonna wish these days 
Trace Adkins celebrates his birthday today. Every light in the house is on. The backyard's bright as a crack of dawn. The front walk looks like runway lights. It's kind of like noon in the dead of night. Every light in the house is on. Just in case you ever do get tired of being gone. Happy birthday to Trace Adkins, one of Kelly's favorite songs on TikTok. Come on now. Awesome. Now, honey, you can't blame her for what her mama gave her. It ain't right to hate her for working Money maker. Banches down at two, but we're hanging out till three. Yeah. We hate to see her go, but love to watch her leave. With that honky tonk, a donk a donk. Keeping perfect rhythm, make you wanna swing along. Got it going on like Donkey Kong. And shut my mouth, slap your brand. There you go. Don't do that. No. Get to share a Get them britches on with that honky tonk, but don't don't. There you go, man. That's fun stuff right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Trace Adkins, <laughs> who turns 60 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing a big Thursday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Miranda Lambert. So Miranda fans, get ready. Her new video for the song, If I Was a Cowboy, is out right now. And the cool thing is they actually filmed this in Texas using real cowboys and uh, all kinds of other stuff. So you see like these real scenes of what it would be like if Miranda really was a cowboy Mm -hmm. living in Texas. And it gives you these old school vibes as you go back and watch the video. Of course, the song is is very trendy right now. Uh, If you don't know the song, it's If I Was a Cowboy, Miranda Lambert. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free Rolling around these towns like tumbleweeds I'd be a legend at living and leaving Nipping on a whiskey and numbing up my feelings You thought the West was wild, but you ain't saddled up with me If I was a cowboy, I'd be the queen It's really pretty riding the horses and the big pasture and all that I think she looks really pretty there too. She is. So you can check it out. Uh, she's by the campfire at this point. It's Miranda Lambert. The brand new video for the song "If I Was a Cowboy" is out now. We have country music news today on Maddie and Tay. How does he sleep at night? Mama, the nervous guy to leave me 
So earlier this month, we told you that Taylor Dive, Maddie and Tay, had been put on temporary bed rest because of some pregnancy complications. And Taylor's husband, Josh, just gave everyone kind of an, up, an update on how she's doing. He posted a photo of Taylor in the hospital, and she's still in bed. And he captioned oh, it by saying, they've been in the hospital exactly one month. What? So she has been sleeping in a hospital for one month. Oh. And Taylor went on. She went in for a routine checkup at 24 weeks, and then she was admitted immediately. And they've been there oh, ever since. Gosh, so Taylor's husband, Josh, Josh went on to say that their unborn daughter is doing great, but she's not quite ready to come into the world. And they thanked everyone for all the thoughts and prayers. But uh, Taylor Dye of Maddie, Maddie and Tay is doing well, but still in the hospital. We have country music news today on Cole Swindell. Sitting over in the corner, baby, I saw pretty red lips working on a white cloth. So Cole Swindell has his new song with Laney Wilson. It's called... Never say never. And the video is, as they describe it, very cinematic because uh, they're in prison together and they meet each other. Right. (laughs) Uh, And the story is, I guess, uh, basically, she's the guard and he's the the guy in prison and they end up escaping together, running off together. And there's scenes from inside the prison. And then the guards trying to find them because uh, evidently they thought that they were meant to be. The song, again, is Never Say Never. It's Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. Never say never with you I end up together with you It's hell and it's heaven with you Baby Anything's possible The highs are unstoppable It's so uncontrollable It's crazy We say we won't And then we do You're all I want I never say never with you There's the big escape scene And they're really in like the jail shooting this <laughs> video So that would be a tad bit intimidating. I'm not sure if you've ever been uh, inside a jail before. Mm-hmm. Have you? No. You've never been inside of a jail? No. Like to visit, to walk through? Like maybe, I'm not asking if you've been in jail. No, maybe when I was like in elementary school or something, but but not not in my adult life, I don't think. It's kind of intimidating to go through mm-hmm. there. But anyway, uh, that video is out now. Again, it's Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is January the 13th, and today in pop culture, in 1969, Tammy Wynette released her fourth studio album. The album was called Stand By Your Man. And guess what song was actually featured on the album? (laughs) Stand By Your Man. Tammy Wynette from 69. Today in pop culture in 1971, Charlie Pride was number one on the charts with this. You've got to kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone. Kiss an angel good morning and love her like the devil when you get back home. Today in pop culture in 1978, Elvis Presley's version of My Way was certified gold. I did it my way. Frank Sinatra. Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew when I bit off more than I could chew. My 
listening. Uh, today in pop culture, also in 1978, the police began recording their debut album. That album featured this. So that album led to a string of hits for the police. And also featured this. some good stuff, right? The police. Today in pop culture in 1979, the YMCA filed a lawsuit against the village people (laughs) over the song YMCA. What in, I guess the YMCA, the actual organization, the YMCA thought the, the village people were making fun of the YMCA. Little did they realize all the attention the YMCA was getting because of the village people, and evidently they realized that and embraced the song, which we all know. YMCA. Yes, we're doing it. YMCA. Come on, everybody. YMCA. So there you go. Today in pop culture in 1999, Michael Jordan announced his retirement from the NBA. That was a, a big day for Michael Jordan fans. Uh, today in pop culture in 2011, Ed Sheeran announced he had been signed to Atlantic Records. His debut album was called Plus, and it featured the song The A-Team, his first radio hits. They say she's in the class And today in pop culture in 2015, Garth Brooks moved past Elvis Presley to take the title of the solo artist who sold more albums than anyone else in U.S. history. Garth Brooks moves past Elvis and represents country music. So bring me to Pina Coladas. I want one for each day. Set the sail with Captain Morgan. Oh, and never leave dry land. Guess what about the troubles, Kelly? Hey, troubles, I forgot them. You dang right. I buried them in the sand. So bring me to Pina Colada. She said goodbye to her good time. More albums than anybody with Garth. She knows his love's in Tulsa. She knows he's gonna go. Come on. Well, it ain't no woman, flesh and blood. It's that damned old rodeo. Oh, well, it's bulls and blood. It's a dust and mud. It's the roar of a Sunday crowd. It's the wide and his knuckles. The gold and the buckle he'll win the next go round. It's boots and chaps. It's cowboy hats. It's spurs and a go. 
It's the ropes and the rains and the joy and the pain And they call the thing a rodeo A little bit of Garth Brooks on your way to work in school this morning I toasted you, said honey, we may be thrilled But you'll never hear me complain Oh, here we are together Cause I got friends in long places Where the whiskey rounds and the beer Texas my blues away what? Okay. <laughs> what was that? I'm not big on social graces. Think I'll slip on down to the oasis. So I've got friends in low places. We're all early morning friends. Some of us in some low places right now. Operator, won't you put me on through? I gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up. You want some energy, man? You got your energy right here. Come and get it. This one's for you, Samantha. All of my Samanthas. If you're Samantha, stand up. You know what's about to happen. Let's do it. Get off, Samantha, dear. I hope you're feeling fine. But it won't be long until I'm a little bit of Garth Brooks, he passed Elvis, the most albums sold in 2015. Legendary man. You can't help but tap your toes with this one. favorite song to perform live when you see it you'll never forget it man today is january the 13th and that is today in pop culture brandon baxter in the morning Right, so the Illinois State Museum's doing a Gen X exhibit, and we're trying to figure out what belongs in the exhibit. There's this whole questionnaire, but we're going to make it simple. We put it on Facebook, and we're saying what belongs in there. Kelly says uh, it needs to be the Pound Puppies. I'm leaning toward Atari. It was my first ever video game system. It was very simple. It had like a joystick and one button. Well, and then the picture we posted with it, I mean, it is so nostalgic looking at that. At, yeah. at the Atari with the, with the TV there, the old TV, yeah, the curtains and the shag carpet. Uh-huh. What was the little uh, the little gimmick where you'd put those those circular deals in there and you would the little clicker thing where it changed the picture and that was so like to me like you were rich if you had one of those things. It was like a viewfinder and you would yeah you would click it and it would be like a new picture and we thought that that was just the coolest thing. And what were there like eight or ten or twelve or something like that pictures on there? And I guess you would have to go buy new. Th- New discs oh. to uh, to get that. Did that thing just uh, fly? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Stuff's flying at <laughs> Brandon inside side the... Where did that come from? Literally a spring just flew off <laughs> of the microphone stand at my face. That's true. I thought, it's a trampoline screen. <laughs> I thought I mean, Kelly threw spring. some... I'm afraid if I move this one, it's going to pop. Okay. What happened? I don't know. Oh, gosh, I can't keep this thing up anymore. Yeah. You see how it falls down every time I lift it up? Yeah. 
that's a problem. Son of a, hang on. Let me try to raise it up a little bit. There we go. Okay. Yeah, Is it in to, place? Yes. You might have right. to, to, to crouch down to speak now. All right. Now I have to sit up a little bit taller. I'm going to get my phone out. No, you're not. That thing literally almost hit me in the face. I know. So anyway, that's up on our social media. You can go to our Facebook page and respond. If you're in that, that age range, uh, Generation X, which is 65 to 80, what is a must-have? What does the Illinois State Museum have to have in this exhibit? Just go to Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Also, I'm going to do a throwback Thursday. I found a a video that I haven't seen, golly, probably in 27 years since I did this promo. But uh, it's one of my old wrestling promos, right? And I I weigh, let me show it to Kelly real quick, and then she can kind of give you the running commentary on this. So this is me with Lance Russell, Memphis Television, WMC TV5. Uh, and this aired oh. on satellite across the country. You haven't as well. even pressed play yet. <laughs> no, you're already laughing. Why are you already laughing? I Be, haven't even said well, anything yet. There's just it looks like you have a wig on. Okay. Oh, okay. It does. This is the time frame where Jerry Lawler. Um, I was 18, right? And I looked a little different than a lot of the other guys. He described my look because I was so skinny and I had so much hair. He described me as an upside down mop. Oh. My goodness. So if you think about the mop, how you would mop the floor with it, if you if you stick the mop on its other end and there's like that, the moppy part hanging down and then the stick. Brandon, yeah, that's Brandon, what, you like that. There's no there is nothing else he could have uh, described you as. That's absolutely perfect. You think that's the perfect one? Uh, Here's you me know talking. What, Lance Russell, you're not going to ruin my day. Uh, I got some of the best news of my dude, life. This last is me. Week. Oh, you did. Just last night. I got the news as a matter of fact. Oh. You know, right here on television, I want to pledge my allegiance to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Oh. I want to pledge my allegiance to Sandy Scott. That's ripped. To Jim Cornette. Shredded. To Mark Curtis and each and every one of the thugs. Yeah. Do you think oh. I was pretty jacked at that point? Uh, would you describe that as jacked? Uh, How would you describe that look? Um, Female uh, gymnast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say. Uh, are those my ribs or are those abs? You know what? Just stick with the mop. Okay. Upside down mop. If you haven't seen me looking oh. like an upside down mop, it's going to go up on my social media here in just a few minutes, which uh, again, on Facebook, it's Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Instagram, it's the same thing. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we're doing Thursday morning, and you know how we do things here. How's that, Brandon? We do th- we do them big. We do things big. <laughs> All right. Yep, that's how I do them. Okay. I'm going to use that tonight. I'm hosting some stuff for oh. Arkansas State. I'm doing a basketball game tonight. In public. In public, if you will. Uh-huh. So I'm doing this game. I think I'm going to say, hello, everybody. I'm Brandon Baxter, and here for A-State, women's basketball, we're doing it big. No. You think it's a good one? Mm-mm. No. Not a good one. I think, I think, I feel like that we would hear that record, you know, that record where it goes, and all of a sudden we would look (laughs) and Coach Mike Bellotto would just look at you and just simply nod his head, no, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't say that. He would probably stop the game and like everyone would stop and be like, who just said that? I'm going to say we're doing it big. I'm going to do it tonight. And there's going to be like the reason they have me hosting this women's basketball game is because there's a whole bunch of uh, students who are going to be there, right? Yeah. It's like where they bring everybody in and. Uh, we're showing uh, pack pride and there's yep. spirit competitions. And I think if I do it big in front of everybody, it'll be a good it'll be a good time. So, y'all, if you see him at the game tonight, just just holler out simply 
Doing it big. Doing it big. Yeah. yeah. Just tell him. Because like the, the, the affirmation from A-State students, that is a good one. It will go far for me. <laughs> it really does. Even if y'all don't like it and you think it's silly, tell them you like it. Just tell them. Yeah, please. So doing it big tonight with A-State women's basketball. If you want to see me, you can also see me on uh, the socials. I just did my throwback Thursday looking really handsome. Like a, like a what? Uh, as Jerry Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler described me uh, looking like an upside down mop. And I don't think he could have gotten it any closer. (laughs) So that's out there, too. But uh, we do appreciate you guys uh, getting up and letting us be a part of your day. We never take it for granted. Uh, That's one thing for sure. We enjoy this. We enjoy getting up and getting to do this because of, uh, you know, the energy we get back from y'all. Yeah. Because otherwise, like four hours of sleep, this ain't really that (laughs) worth it. You know what I'm saying? But you guys make it worth it. So thanks. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the average pencil holds enough graphite to draw a line about 35 miles long? What? Or to write roughly 45,000 words. No, that's not true. It's true. That's crazy. Did you know the largest snowflake was recorded in 1887 in Montana? It was reportedly 15 inches in diameter and 8 inches thick. A snowflake. That would hurt. That could potentially hurt. And did you know, after medical students work on cadavers, it makes them hungry. Not because of weird cannibalistic urges, but because the smell of formaldehyde increases your appetite. No, that's not true. Yes. Ooh, that's weird. (laughs) And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so have you ever, like, paid attention to survival tips? Um. (laughs) Like, you ever think, what if I get in this situation? How do I react? How do I respond? Because there's some survival tips that are out there that I was reading this deal this morning. Like, they're complete myths. Okay. Like, if you get into a situation, like, for instance, for example, if a shark attacks you, what are you supposed to do to the shark? Um, hit it in the eyeballs. Okay, that's actually correct. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be... Then I've been listening to National Geographic or something. So the, the typical advice is to punch the shark in the nose. Oh, right? okay. That's what they basically... That's what all the, the things say. Oh, yeah. If a shark gets you, punch it in the nose to stop it. Hmm. They say that's not the truth because the nose of a shark isn't that sensitive. You're better off to go for the eyes. It's not like our nose. No, it's different. Yeah. Or they say you can go for the gills. So if you're in a situation where a shark is going to attack you, that's what you do. Grab and try to rip the gills. So survival tips. If you're in a car that flies into a lake and becomes submerged by water, you automatically freaked out, right? Yes. So so the deal is, is we've heard that basically you're supposed to wait until the car is all the way underwater and then you try to open the doors. Because of the, it's got to equalize the pressure. Right. Okay. That's what they say. But the truth is, is you're better off to roll the window down as soon as the car gets closer to the water and try to uh, get out of the window. They also, or at least equalize it. They also, my dad bought me, it's this little thing you keep in your console. And it's this little, um, I don't know what it's called, but basically when you push it, it breaks your window. So if oh, you have yeah. like an electric window and you're in a in a river or something, it will, if, if it won't go down, oh. you pop it and you can get out the window. That gives me legit no, chills know. thinking mm-hmm. about that. They say, uh, okay, so if an alligator chases you, the, the <laughs> myth is, is you're supposed to run like a zigzag because they can't. According to the myth, they can't turn as fast. 
But the truth is, is they can turn fast. But the issue is, is you don't want to slow yourself down. They say you need to run as fast as you can in a straight line because the alligator, if you've seen them, they are fast. They're very, very fast, but they don't have much stamina. So they can run fast for a short amount of time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We'll see which one falls first, Kelly or the alligator. Uh, They say also don't trip because that would suck. (laughs) I would trip. Uh, Okay, they say uh, they're talking about the tornado thing. Because I used to think this uh, survival myth is if you see a tornado and it's coming your way and you see an overpass, get underneath the overpass. I've thought that since I was a little kid. I think our, I think my grandparents taught us that. And I believe we did that at one point. But they say that's a horrible idea because uh, the narrow opening of the overpass actually accelerates the wind and is more dangerous than being in the wide open. Oh, man, well, that's good to know. Like literally these things that we thought were the yeah. right ways are not the right ways. They say if you get stranded somewhere, like on an island, like if you're Gilligan or the Skipper 2 or Marianne or yeah, any of them. Uh, they say uh, it's not a good idea to build a raft to try to float to shore. Not yeah. a good idea. They say you're much better off to build a shelter and wait until somebody finds you. But the idea of trying to find something that you can float across the ocean or a lake in is probably not the best idea. For days or months. <laughs> yeah, not the best idea. But, I mean, it's kind of random stuff. I was yeah. I was surprised at some of that because so many of us have heard these stories. Hey, if it ever happens, here's what you do. And actually, that advice was wrong. Mm. Survival tips and survival myths. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So as you look at today's forecast, just a heads up, it's actually going to be really nice across most of Arkansas today. Yay. Like we're looking forward to this. Uh, Like in central Arkansas, for instance, like central Arkansas, southeast Arkansas, they're talking mid-60s. Northeast Arkansas is mid-50s. Well, we should probably get some exercise today because of what could be coming uh, this weekend. So Yeah, so for the northern part of the state, the northeast part of the state, we're talking about the potential is there for uh, some rain and snow. Now, the further south you get, the more that looks like it's more going to be rain, but like the further north appears to be the the biggest chance of potential snowfall. Hmm. So Kai's been counting down the days, you know, he is kind of like how Kurt is. Kelly's son, Kurt is 19, about to be 19. Kai's 12, but they're both like hyper weather aware. That's all he wanted to do last night was, was, uh, was listen and try to find out what was going on. And I was like, buddy, it's going to, it's a couple days. Like, right. He's like, mom. And then, oh, I think Ryan Vaughn's like, we'll be right back. And then Kurt's like, mom, I have to, I have to listen. I was like, Kurt, He's going to say the same thing. He's just trying to close out. He's like, no, he's going to say something different. And then when he came back on and just kind of, you know, kind of concluded everything he said, I was like, hmm, see. But he was like, mom, I know he's going to say something different. Of course they're going to say something different. You have to continue to <laughs> to get people to stick around. Uh, but anyway, so sunny and pretty today. Get out and enjoy the day and then the chance of some rain and snow over the weekend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Uh, we have guests, actually, and it's it's kind of fun for us to have guests and people that we like come in because for the last two years, we barely see anybody, Kelly. Oh. So uh, Dr. Dane Flippin joins us from Arkansas Progressive Medicine. It's been forever since we've had the chance uh, to sit down and, and just kind of chat with you. How are you? I don't do great. Thank you. You still busy? Oh, yes. Because at one point you had uh, two or three different jobs going on, didn't you? I did. <laughs> As you were launching the the uh, Arkansas Progressive Medicine. So uh, it's great to see you again. You brought your family. You want to introduce everybody? Uh, yes. Uh, this is my wife, Karen. Hi. 
and, <laughs> and my daughter Mallory, and they both work with me at the office. Yeah, so it really is a family affair. It is. And you guys, uh, it's kind of funny because we've seen you you launch your business and and the whole idea behind what was going to happen with Arkansas and and the, the medicinal marijuana, the medical marijuana, and and all that. Uh, it's been a thing that you know you were kind of here on the cutting edge of that, and we've seen how that's really exploded over the last couple of years. Yes, we've, we've really it's really exciting to see the patients come and meet them and hear what's going on with them, and then see them back later and see how it's changed their lives. Well, and, and we were talking about Kelly and I just the other day. We're talking about a friend of ours who has uh, Parkinson's, um, and it's it's a story like the remarkable turnaround with uh, with the medicine. So, uh, I think that's that's cool to hear stories like that. Definitely. So let's talk about what you have going on this coming weekend because I look at the headline here and this says there's a cryo party that's happening. And I guess the big question is what in the heck is a cryo party? All right. So we have added a new therapy to our uh, armamentarium at Arkansas Progressive Medicine. Um, it's something that you can't get. You know, have to go to Memphis or Little Rock to get this. Right. And it's called cryo, um, cryo skin. And it's for... Um, Basically, we are treating fat and uh, being able to shrink and lose inches. So, for for instance, let's say that I had a target area on my body. For a lot of guys, you know, we gain weight. It seems typically um, it would be something like, you know, lower stomach or maybe chest. A lot of guys kind of carry fat in those areas. Is this something that would be good for guys? Yes, definitely. Guys and girls. So how does it work? Well, you come, you come in and the um, machine has four static heads, and you place those on the abdomen. And then the treatment is about an hour. Right. It's not invasive. It doesn't hurt. Uh, it just alternates cold and hot and helps uh, shrink and destroy uh, the fat cells. So for this to be something that you wanted to include at Arkansas Progressive Medicine, you must have seen success in other places. Oh, definitely. definitely. We actually trained in Cape Girardeau with, with people, and they're actually the ones that are coming in to town to help with the launch party. So, again, the launch party is happening on Saturday at Arkansas Progressive Medicine. Uh, it's at 1 o'clock, and as I look through this, it looks like, uh, ladies, you're going to be planning a party with this as well. Is that right? So uh, we're looking at drinks and snacks provided, and then all the treatments are going to be explained. Obviously, you ladies uh, have seen this work firsthand. What is your experience when you see somebody coming in uh, to look at this uh, this cryo? So we so we each have, of course, done this on ourselves, right. and um, I have lost a whole pant size in just two treatments. Really? And my daughter has done it, and she, too, has lost a pant size. In two treatments in alone? In two treatments. So it's really exciting. No, and one of the things, especially for me, like I want to be able to put on the same size of jeans that I wore when I was 19 or 20, and then, you know, it kind of, it kind of goes the opposite direction for a second. So if I were to come in... Uh, is it a deal where I lay down, you attach the deal, and it just starts to starts to work all, almost automatically? Exactly. That's it's very very simple. So for women, okay, so like little things under our chin that bother us, like this little skin right here, or like the the flab on the the triceps, or um um I like to call it the butt below the butt. What? <laughs> Listen, you can say what, but every girl knows what I'm talking about. No, yeah, I saw uh, when you were done. Okay, rude. Okay, does it, so that kind of stuff? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, I'll be there a little bit later today. Yeah, she's going to get there before the party. No, but like, so let's say you wanted to do, maybe it's the back of the arms, it's the tricep area. Do the, do the heads still get attached to the same part of the body or do they go straight to the tricep? There's actually another attachment that we where we do spot reduction. Wow. Same thing for under the chin? Yes. 
What about my eyes? Can you fix my eyes? No. <laughs> There's no fixing my eyes. <laughs> so this deal, again, is a cryo party. It happens this coming Saturday at 1 o'clock. Uh, drinks and snacks. All treatments are explained. A demo of the treatment. Because I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, let me see how this works. Right. Let me see this for myself. And then, uh, of course, when you go in for a situation like this, there's going to be people who are like, well, let me see what it looks like and let me see how it's worked on other people. Will you guys have examples of that, too? We definitely will. We'll have before and after pictures. And then the experts out of town have uh, many more stories than we've got. But we've, sure. we're building our stories. So, again, it's cryo skin and there's a cryo party that happens this coming Saturday at Arkansas Progressive Medicine. If people want to find you guys, what are the easiest ways for them to find Arkansas Progressive Medicine? Well, the best way is call us on the phone, 870-520-6007. And uh, spacing, uh, limiting, uh, seating is limited, so uh, we'd appreciate if people would RSVP sure. uh, to let us know if they're coming. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Well, I think it's neat, too, because your thought process and the way the whole family operates is you know, in your name, progressive. You're looking for different ways uh, to help people and to treat things that they want to help with, be it. Uh, medical marijuana, be it uh, maybe we want to lose weight. We all have issues. We all have areas that we would love to be able to fix. Even people who are in great shape have areas that the cryo skin could help with, right? Exactly. So again, Arkansas Progressive Medicine this coming Saturday, 1 o'clock for the cryo party. You can find out more. Also on Facebook and your website too. What's the website address? ArkansasProgressiveMedicine.net. All right. Great to see you guys this morning. Good to see you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, I run through the fact that my family is coming into town and we're kind of prepping for that. We talk about that on the show. The escalator debacle that happened where the escalator started going backwards and hurting people. Uh, We also talk about, uh, I guess, my time back in the mid 90s. My throwback Thursday today is when Jerry Lawler told me I kind of look like an upside down mop. And he's correct. So that's all in the podcast today. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Tonight's schedule includes Joe Millionaire, Walker, The Blacklist, Law and Order, SVU, Bull, Law and Order, Organized Crime. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.